Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. The Mayor of London has issued a warning about a different potential health crisis congestion. Sadiq Khan says the capital could be overrun by filthy air and gridlock because of a shift towards driving during the pandemic. However, with the ongoing TfL funding crisis and fare increases on the horizon, what would attract more Londoners to opt for public transport? Also, with many of us working from home, but positive signs that COVID cases in the city are easing, can we expect to return to the office soon? The Evening Standard City Hall editor, Ross Lydell, has been speaking to Mr Khan. Sadiq, we're here in Leighton. You've come to talk about low-traffic neighbourhoods and so on and getting people out of the car, but you have the challenge in the next few weeks to decide what to do about tube and bus fares, and it's likely you're going to have to put those up. So how do you solve that problem of discouraging people from using private transport and use public transport that becomes more expensive? Oh, it's a big problem. That's one of the reasons why we're saying to the government, don't micromanage how TfL runs. One of the things that Parliament decided in 1999 was to devolve to London uh, the running of transport. That's what the GLA Act was about, and that's what Transport London was about. In the last five years, we've managed for the first time in TfL's history to reduce operating costs year on year on a like-for-like basis, reduce our deficit by more than 71%, increase cash balances by 30%, whilst freezing fares bringing in the hopper. More people using buses, tubes, the tram, the overground than would otherwise be the case. And unfortunately, TfL has a gun to its head from the government who are making us do stuff which isn't in the best interest of TfL or, or London or the policies we're uh, pursuing but there are conditions attached to the short-term loan given by the government without the loan uh, without the support from the government the grant we can't run TfL so the choice we have is to not accept the grant from the government which means uh, you know TfL having to cut services which isn't good for public transport or encouraging people to use public transport so look one of the reasons why we've published these reports today is to show the cost of congestion the cost of traffic to our city bad for business, bad for health, bad for the planet. Is it likely you're looking at around a 5% increase on tube and bus fares from March, April time? The uh, condition currently with the government is RPI plus one, and the RPI figure used is the one, I think, back in autumn. And so you just add 1% to what inflation was back, in, and there's a date the formula works for. It's not RPI today, and that will be fares increase that Londoners haven't seen over the last five years. Previously, previous mill would often increase fares at, at that amount. Uh, we've tried not to because we do know if you can keep fares low, it encourages more more people to use public transport, which actually brings in more revenues. So it makes economic sense to keep fares low. The good news, though, is 
uses because we froze fizz over five years actually the compound benefit of that is the base we're starting from is far lower we're still going to keep the hopper fair what we're working on in tfl is making sure we can keep pay as you go as cheap as possible but also the daily cap as cheap as possible we've got to realize that actually the way to encourage people to leave their cars at home is to make it as easy as possible to walk and cycle cycling now we've more than 250 kilometers of cycle routes we've increased the amount of pavement space across our city we're going to keep the public transport the best in the world and you know accessible safe and affordable now the plan um, b rules are due for review on january the 26th and in particular the work from home guidance what's your feeling just now and where we are with omicron whether it feels like it would be good for work from home advice to be lifted and for people to be able to get back to the office i spoke this morning to my health team and there is some really good news which is although the number of cases is still very high and the case rate is still very high the case rate is declining in london fantastic news the number of positive cases is declining in london positive news the other positive news is the admission rates in hospitals is going down but also when you compare and contrast today versus this time last year those in hospital and those on ventilators is less so i think it's ripe for there to be a review in a couple of weeks time i can't predict what's going to be the numbers in two weeks time but i'm touching every piece of wood i can see hoping that the work from home rule goes not simply because it's crucial for our economy in london but i've seen the downsides of working from home in relation to mentoring young people new people but also the lack of you know creativity perhaps possible virtually versus you know face to face can i just ask you finally about the cannabis pilot obviously there was a bit of furore last week about the plans your office said at the time that mopac funding hadn't been agreed but today i understand about 15 tory london mps are due to write to you to say please will you drop these plans for the three pilots now, what is the latest are you planning to go ahead with the pilot and on your wider ambition of the london drug commission where have you got to with that in relation to any pilots concerned uh, i've not received any recommendations so all these hypotheticals it's great party politics talk about stuff but it's not dealing with the reality of the situation so you know as and when a recommendation comes to me i look into it but i'm in favor of diversionary policies you know i don't think it's possible to arrest ourselves out of many things so that's one of the reasons why we're investing so much in preventative measures in relation to violent crime so just wait and see what the recommendation is in relation to the london drugs commission there is a piece of work being undertaken by city hall to get a terms of reference to get an idea of what what it would entail i'm quite clear that this is not about you know decriminalizing drugs this is about looking into a piece of work with a recommendation looking at lessons learned from overseas you know we're not parliament we can't change the law what we can do though is to do a serious piece of work that may help influence what laws are going forward you can read more from ross's interview with sadiq khan in the evening standard newspaper or online at standard.co.uk and that's it from the leader this podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m 